Hey, this is Brian from Weird Defiance, and you're listening to You Guys Are Getting Paid. Hi, this is Tom from Galleons, and you're listening to You Guys Are Getting Paid. This is Q from Tribal Gaze, and you are listening to You Guys Are Getting Paid. Hey, this is Jordan from Death Rose, and you're listening to You Guys Are Getting Paid. What's up? This is Michael from Micah Relocate, and you are listening to You Guys Are Getting Paid. This is Jack of the That's Canon Pod, and you are listening to the You Guys Are Getting Paid Pod. Welcome to the show, You Guys Are Getting Paid. Lindo Library, yes, we get into the story. Turns out this is a Wham! reunion show. Do you like Bring Me the Horizon? Long live the shed. Long live the shed. We're starting a GoFundMe to move the shed. We gotta help out old Tim Moody. Wham! was the Blink-182 of the East Texas shitty metalcore scene. I love Creed a lot, and we find out how much in this episode. Be sure to check out the dropped pin on Instagram and Facebook. Do you have any Wham merch? If so, let us know. Windows 98. Is it a computer? Is it a drummer? Is it both? Enjoy the show, baby. Welcome back to another episode of You Guys Are Getting Paid. This should be Season 3, Episode 2. Today we have a very special guest for you. Uh, You have definitely heard his name in many, many podcasts on this podcast, or many episodes on this podcast, if you listen weekly. And it's really exciting to have him on, and I'm pretty excited about it. Like I just said, it's really exciting to have him on. So... I'm pretty stoked about it. God, I had so many things I was going to say, but now I'm just like forgotten all of them. Um, but let's start this off right. Bush. Damn, the beer does it on its own. Uh, we are not sponsored by Bush, but sponsor us if you want. So uh, without further ado, we're going to introduce this fella. Uh, he's one of my best friends in the world. Uh, this world, not the other ones. Uh, we've been doing on and off music stuff together. For like, we did it solidly for about half a decade. He quit a very, very good band to join something that was uh, nothing. So we're going to get into that too. We're also going to get into all the normal stuff we normally do. But without further ado, hey everybody, welcome to the show, Kyle Thompson. What's up, Kyle? Oh, not much, man. Good to see you. Good to hear from you. I know. it's uh, we, we say that. Uh, Logan's going to love this. He texted me the other day and was like, take a shot every time Patrick says kimono on the show. So uh, <laughs> just pull back the kimono a little bit. It sounds like uh, Kyle's like, it's good to see you. It's good to hear you. It's like we haven't talked, but Kyle's actually just that nice. He always says that whenever I call him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, so what, <laughs> what are you getting into today? What are you, what are you been up to this morning? Uh, a little bit editing. Yeah, that's about it. I've always got photo, photos. Yeah, always got photo editing to work on. So, yeah. So, never in case out. you guys, ooh, no, yeah, never running out. In case you guys don't know, Kyle was uh, the other vocalist in Wolves Among Men. He also did all the programming, and he ran Stegosaurus Productions for a while. Which, if you've listened to the show, that's uh, Stegofest that we've referenced in the past, and all the shows that 
um, I've discussed with people. Kyle actually had a big part in all of that. Uh, and today we're going to actually get to talk about that because it's kind of been like a, I, everybody talks to me and I guess I've been taking all the glory, but realistically there's a whole second half of pe- person there that needs to get some of that. Uh, but now he and his wife have a photography company or design company. I, I don't know how you would ex- yeah. describe it. I feel like you guys hit a lot of different things. Uh, um, photography for sure. Like, uh, I'm a shit designer to be honest. <laughs> I do. Wow. I do some DIY some designs, but uh, but yeah, I I kind of lay low on that. I'm a much better photographer. <laughs> so they got a photography company, and they go around the country uh, and do wedding photography and all kinds of photography. It's called the Dropped Pen. We've talked about it a little bit before, but if you haven't checked it out, go check it out on Instagram and I believe Facebook. Maybe not. Yeah, Facebook's we, kind yeah, of a we've bitch. got a Facebook, but um. <sighs> Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even have a Facebook account. I just just use Instagram, and that's the kind of one we keep up with. It's probably bad business practice, but yeah, we we kind of neglect our Facebook. We we sync it to our Instagram, so it's all the same stuff. But that but. makes sense. So yeah, uh, so fucking kind of jumped into things that we're gonna definitely dive into more later. So you guys get a, a teaser, as they say in the industry, and. Uh, Let's let's talk about what you've been listening to, man. Uh, um, I had my work playlist on this morning, so a uh, little bit of basement, uh, Polyphia. Mm. Uh, and what else? Uh, Megan Dia. Megan Dia, holy yeah. shit! I haven't heard that name in like twelve years. Holy fuck! Yeah, dude, they put out a, a new album like uh, I don't know a year or two ago, and it's it's just really good. I dig it. What what is it? Is it what's the name of it? Oh shit! I can't even remember the name of it. It's uh, the title track on it that's really good is "American Spirit." That's the song that I kind of okay. keep going back to from that album. But uh, trying to look it up right now, my phone's a little slow. But yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm into it. Happy Sad? Is that it? Do what? The album Happy Sad, I think. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I just looked it up. Uh, what else other than Megan Dia and and uh, Polyphia? I almost said The Prophecy. Uh, invent, animate, bring me the horizon, always. Yeah. Like You know, they never get old. Always. Have you listened to that new Architects album? Dude, I haven't gotten to it yet. Uh, I keep putting that I'm off. I'm shocked. I love Architects. I need to get to it. I was ta- had talking to Jeff Ming the other week, and he was talking about how everybody's trying to be Architects now because they <laughs> fucking have done all this great stuff, and everybody's just now figuring out, like, over the past, like, five years that they're, like, really? the goats. Yeah. And, like, everybody's trying to sound like them. And I was like, that's so interesting. That's the band that everybody's going for now, apparently. Uh, I mean, he is and what he's hearing. I'm down. I'm that. That would be great for me. I love architects. God, like I love that sound. Yeah. Uh, anything else you've been diving into? Man, there's that new Invent Animate album. I cannot get enough of that. What's it called? Do you know? Graveview. What's your favorite song on it, or set of songs? Mm. Uh, Monarch's really good. It just starts out really heavy. 
Cloud Cascade, and then the the first song on the album, Dark, is just uh, awesome. it's, it's really genty, you know, really like kind of a prog metal. But uh, I'm into it. <laughs> um, okay, so for me, I've been listening to the uh, Versace American Crime Story Versace playlist again. Just cannot mm-hmm. get enough. It's on Spotify. I don't know if you've seen the 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 season of that, or if you know, yeah, know that it's, a, a it's on Hulu, right? Uh, Netflix, I think it might be on Hulu too, though. Maybe. Um, because it is Fox, so there's a chance that it's on both. Because uh, okay. I think Fox has owns part of Hulu, or they're together. They mm-hmm. are together. Yeah. Um, and they did the first season. They did was OJ. The second season they did was the assassination of Johnny Versace. And I heard that the third one they were going to do was going to be Katrina and like all of the ne- negligence. Oh wow! Of the hospitals and all the shit is going to mm-hmm. be like crimes. Essentially, it's like American Horror Story, but it's crimes. Anyway. Oh, the right on. playlist, yeah, the, the 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 season's really good. The Johnny Versace season's really good. It, it fuck it, the guy that acts in it, I can't think of his name, but he's fucking phenomenal as Andrew Cunanan. But this the playlist on Spotify is like a bunch of eighties and nineties shit, and there's some like classical stuff, and there's like I don't know, it's really fucking good, uh, and I can't stop listening to it. And I've been doing it for like two years. Um, I've still been listening to the Young Souls by Mike mm-hmm. Relocate because I can't get enough of it. Apparently, should have figured that out. Dude, yeah, ago. they they're so solid. It's fucking uh, really good. Uh, and if you haven't listened to the two Swank interviews, go check them out because they were definitely badass. Um, well, for sure. I've also been listening to YNW Melly, which he's a rapper, and he's really got a crazy sounding voice. I love it. And then I've been, dude, I've been deep diving back into Angels and Airwaves again. It's my favorite band, so it's not really shocking. Oh, yeah, like, they're I classic, yeah. Yeah, I go through spurts where I'm like, ah, I don't listen to them for a while, and now I've just been listening to just so much. It probably is a lot to do with the fact that I got that fucking guitar. Yeah, I think um, Circus Survives that band for me, the one that, like, I can never, yeah. never gets old. Like, you know, I'll, I'll not listen to them for a few months, but, like, that's always a, a you know, consistent band on my on my playlists. So I found a thing on Facebook or Instagram and it was like, all right, your favorite band, you get to do 15 songs and two encores. What songs are you picking and what's the order for the show? And so I did it with angels and airwaves. I am pretty happy. I listened to it and I was like, damn, there's like two songs I wish that I have on here. So I might have to do some switching around, but (laughs) I have it called Ava set list. Like I'm playing a gig with them or something. Um, Memorize this set list, bro. Uh, But it was, it was a fun exercise fucking for sure. Cause like you have to like dive through all of your favorite, all of your albums, especially if it's like your favorite band and you like all the albums. I feel like it'd be a lot easier to do if you liked like two albums from a band, but this fucking, it was a fun little fucking exercise. I'll tell you that. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> I'll have to <laughs> check that out. <laughs> it's it's something. Um, okay. So let's, let's do it. Let's get into it. Uh, as previously stated, you, you've all heard Kyle's name a million times, but we're going to get, go back way back. Do you remember how we met, dog? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, was actually just spot. talking was to somebody spot, about it. Yeah. Yep. 
I was just talking Shit. to Ashley about this. Uh, oh man, dude, I haven't I haven't seen her in ages. We were. I told her I was like, you know, the way Kyle and I met was at an Everly show, and she's like, yeah. "What?" And I was like, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> Which Everly was a band from Lindell, and I mean, if you're listening to this, sorry guys, but it sounded like Paramore, Young Paramore. Mm-hmm. That's a great uh, thing. It was really, it. <laughs> it was really good. I just remember some people in the band were like, "I hate when they say we sound like Paramore." And it's like, but you do. Um, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I still have uh, like all of those it, original though. recordings. Yeah, I still have no like way. all of it on an iPod. Yeah, I do. It's fucking. Sometimes I'll go back and listen to it. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> um, but fuck, who was it that was it? Steven that we went to Wendy's with. Probably, yeah. Me, me and Steven were pretty, pretty close. sure it was. Um, and then I met you, and then I didn't see you again for like a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was, was insane. Was this, I don't think this before. was before my head injury, was it? I think it was. I think we've tied down the timeline, which is why I didn't see you for so long. Probably, yeah. Because <laughs> were you a sophomore or a junior when it happened? Uh, it was... Uh, like the very end of my junior year. So like I missed like the pat the last couple weeks of of junior year because of it. Yeah, so we met in like early May of your junior year cuz the following year is when we went to Galveston, which is like all of the second yeah, time. Yeah, so it met. must have been before that cuz my head <laughs> injury was in early May. So yeah, it was either like right before that or like yeah, that's making sense. That uh, I remember, the, I remember you had written in Sharpie on your arm in like death core <laughs> letters, some something, and you're like, I'm getting this tatted. And I was like, Oh man, that's some shit Kevin Moore said to me, except they were Ivory Line lyrics. And I was like, Who is this guy? He's oh, wild. Yeah. And Steven's like, No, nah, man, Kyle's awesome. And I was like, Yeah, <laughs> but this guy's what has he got on his arm? <laughs> oh shit, me and me and steven we used to draw all the time in high school together and like uh we would um draw on our sh- on our arms with sharpies just all the time in the back of class and stuff and um but i remember one fun thing that him and i would do is that we would take an illustration like we would both start something and then we just pass it between each other in, in the middle of class and just like pass like instead of passing notes we're passing like half finished illustrations that we had just pick up and start working on. And I don't know, I have no idea Incredible. how many of those our history teacher probably took up from us. <laughs> They're still hidden in the walls of the Lindell live or Lindell high school somewhere. Maybe, Maybe. In some kid's locker. He's like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It's been in this locker for 10 years. <laughs> it's probably He's like, I've been here for 10 years. Looking like, you know, high schoolers, shit version of a dinosaur like chewing someone's head off something <laughs> just ridiculous like that probably something that would make a cool band <laughs> shirt that, that's it like you know like the you know the 2000s or you know 2008 2010s like gnarly hot topic merch <laughs> You know what I'm talking 100%. about? It's always like big, bright some colors, sort of, yeah, big, bright illustration of just some chaotic, you know, <laughs> mystical post emo starting yeah. scene looking shirts. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and always bright colors. Probably was done with a highlighter. <laughs> I don't know how many of those shirts God, I have. The only... 
too many. All of yeah. them. Um, fucking. So we met at the spot at the Everly show. And then I didn't see Kyle ever again. Cause if his injury as we've talked about, which I spilled the beans in the swing show for sure. Uh, but Kyle had an injury and he became new Kyle. No, <laughs> he became lack of smell. Kyle, <laughs> I was definitely going to wait and not say it. And I was gonna be like, do you ever just take time to stop and smell the roses? Like they did in Dewey Cox. He'd be like, well, as you <laughs> should know, Sharon, I cannot smell, uh, um, which I guess. No, but my wife like makes me smell candles all the time to see how much of it that I actually can smell or not. Dude, that's hilarious. When I first fucking <laughs> thought I was getting over COVID, I smelled a candle to see if I could smell shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think I fully regained everything, but that's so funny that the candle is what you use too. Oh yeah. No, she loves to go to Marshall's and, um, yeah, so we go to Marshall's and I have to smell every candle that I can't smell. <laughs> God. Try uh, this one. So let's like, uh, that still smells like just sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Like I can pick up on, wax. I've got like 5% of the smell. Like I'm, the rest of me is just like blind. Everything's like blurry, I guess. That's a good way to explain it. So let's, let's, um, I want to talk about it for a second because I know I've asked a million times, but what exactly happened? How did your, how did you have a head injury and what's that been like post 10 years later? Oh God. Hello. Are you there? There you are. Okay. Okay. It's back. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, uh, it's there's a storm going on right now, so I might be having some bad service. Yeah, I think so. I'm, I can see and hear you now. Can you see okay. me? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't hear you for a uh, while. Okay, so I want to talk about what happened, which I know we've talked about it a million times, but what exactly, how did you have an injury? What happened with you? What was your accident? Oh, uh, being 17 and being a jackass and doing jackass. You were stuff. on jackass? No, but, uh, I was like, oh, uh, the failed contestant from doing shit like this. Uh, God. so, uh, I was an obnoxious high schooler. Like me and my, my buddies, uh, love to do, rowdy. St- yeah, we, we love to do stupid shit. We had prank wars. Um, you know, we played naked airsoft and, uh, all sorts of stupid shit like that. Naked air. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. That no. one had to take a second to like uh, sink in. Yeah. No, we did that one once. You should have called uh, Travis. He would have been up. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of people who were interested in it, but we thought it would be really funny and we did it. Uh, like <laughs> some of us, like it was like five interested. or six of us. <laughs> and, um, so I was just wearing like my team, we were just wearing jock straps that was it. And then the other team was the Daisy Dudes. And <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> God. So you're playing naked airsoft, no protection, essentially. Yeah. Except on the gonads. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we are masks, you know, that's it. But, <laughs> uh, but, uh, just, you know, like COVID masks? stupid stuff like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we would do that kind of shit. And, uh, basically it was a, it was a stupid, you know, teenager mistake, but I was riding on the side of a buddy's truck. We were going super slow, like five miles an hour, 
like uh, just on a county road going down to a pasture. And um, because uh, we were going to go out in the woods out there and go play like airsoft or paintball or some shit like that. And uh, I fell off the side of the truck and the what fell in between me was like the airsoft or paintball gun and landed like on the floor or on the pavement. And then I hit my head on that and it fractured my skull. And yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. Lost my sense of smell, but uh, I'm good and I'm, I'm happy and I'm alive. So that's good. Uh, The recovery time, it, it was a while. Like, um, there, there was a chance that I could have been a vegetable, you know, um, you know, mm-hmm. the whole, you know, just minor of a stupid mistake. Um, but, uh, uh, I was in the hospital for about a week or two. I was in ICU for quite a bit. And, uh, then after that, yeah. I, uh, had to go to, uh, a, a, like a physical rehab and everything for a little while. But, uh, yeah. It's a miracle that I'm, yeah, I guess, normal-ish. <laughs> that I, right. The only thing that, the well, only thing that uh, I walked away with was no sense of smell. You know, that's that's not too bad for such a you know pretty big accident. Fuck it, and then everybody the next year is like, I don't have a sense of smell, and you're like, fucking posers. Uh, <laughs> so. The reason I wanted to talk to you, ask you all of that is because uh, I love telling everybody's story. And I think that's a big part of your story and who you have become to be later. Um, and something I've never asked you before is, do you think that that changed the way that you went about doing things there on out? And how do you think that made you into who you were? Afterwards? Um that really made know, me it definitely changed my mindset like it turned me into a like a yolo person like <laughs> like uh right you know, just uh i don't know i i don't plan on living for anyone other than myself and kind of doing it doing it the way i want to do it and live life happy that's the most important thing see that's cool um okay so well you had, we had this. Now we're moving on to happy things. What was your first band? And when did you do this? Oh, shit. Um, and what were all of the names of it? Okay, so the very first... Uh, basically, Empire was like three different bands before. But the first was Off the Heezy. And yes, it was a Bring Me the Horizon uh, reference. And yes, we sound we were a grindcore band. <laughs> God. Uh, so you had off the easy, and then yeah. that turned into uh, this is the worst name yet, an oblivious rancor. Hmm, AOR. Mm-hmm. You know, I still have all of the AOR recordings too. No shit. It's on that iPod that I downloaded everything. Oh, I still have. Horrible. I, she's like a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I have that one and something else. I I was thinking about that and I was like, damn. I was oh like, I wonder God. if he knows I still have like all of his first shit. Um, mm. Yeah, I have that. Fucking A. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're like, I have to kill you now so they never get out. 
Oh no, that's pretty <laughs> hysterical. You're gonna, you're gonna win like funny. a Pulitzer, and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, everybody, see where he came from." <laughs> I don't care. I think it's hysterical. Um, I love it. But yeah, an it's, oblivious um, Rancor. For those of you who don't know, Rancor is that monster in Star Wars that's at the very bottom of like uh, Jabba the Hutt's pit. It's that big, you know, guy with all the teeth. The sand monster, right? Yeah, yeah. He's down in the pit, and they like sacrifice people to him. Not the Sarlacc, the the Rancor. No. Yeah, the Rancor. <laughs> Um, didn't you, man, uh, off the heezy fuck. I will. That makes me think of the best name, band name I've ever heard still, which is all quiet on the Western front. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was a band from my high school too. Yeah, that was, I heard that name and I was like, God damn, what a fucking good band name when I was like 18. <laughs> and I guess right? still at the age like, I'm at now. Oh man. That's like, we had to read that book last year in high school. Like in our, and I was like, man. That's pretty awesome. I, I wish I wish we yeah. had done that. Damn. That's yeah, good. right. That's so good. <laughs> and then you were, then you were like, oh, this is what the edge of your seat is made for. We should just call ourselves off the heezy, bro. Yeah. Fuck it. They're gonna take a reference. That's not a bad idea. We can do it too. <laughs> no one will know. No uh, one. How will would know. they know? How would they know? Everyone. They're gonna knows. know. They're gonna know. So who all was in fucking off the heezy and AOR? Uh, at first i don't remember I, uh, it all it fluctuated um i think our most popular member <laughs> was windows 98 who was our our, yep, that our drummer drummer yeah that was so, damn, so we I actually forgot made a about mascot that. for our drummer because like yeah. we were one of those metal bands who we could never find a drummer and all the good drummers are in other bands and either that or they didn't play metal and um so yeah, we, uh, this was a time before so people we just really like, knew how to play it, it well. Fuck it. Like Luke knew how to do it. So he, um, started like programming our drums, like for, cause we would record stuff. So like with, with him. So like he started programming our drums and we're like, fuck it. We'll just play with program drums. Like let's, let's just put them on a backtrack and do it. So we did that. And then I thought it was so hysterical to make a mascot out of it. So I took like this so old funny. computer monitor like drew a face on it and it's like this is our drummer this is windows 98 <laughs> but, uh, but yeah I, so fuck <laughs> i forgot about those photos they were so fucking funny oh uh, damn you're just all about being obnoxious or i was but uh oh, i was <laughs> but um yeah there's uh luke for sure luke garrigus an amazing guitarist <laughs> Instrumentals, yeah. Shout out Black Room, but uh, like just instrumentals in general. Like he can, he can, that dude can play anything. Um, same for Colby. Colby Arnett was uh was in it too, and uh and Dalton, Nathan, uh Nick Smith. We had two vocalists at the beginning. Right That's right, man. I was thinking about him when you were talking about Windows ninety eight. I feel like I'm forgetting a couple of people, but there's a bunch of people in and out. And then, of course, Colin. But Colin didn't come around until Empire. Colin Jost? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right, so this band is out of Lindell, Texas, and you guys are having fun, and you guys are playing shows. Where are you primarily playing shows at? Lindell Library, man. 
Yeah. Classic. All right. Once again, the Lindell. I'm once again <laughs> bringing up the Lindell Library. Um, fucking. So I, Quentin and I explained it, and I know you heard it. But how? How did this start? How did you? How did the Lindell Library start? And how would you I describe really, I really it? That's how it started, for sure. In your own words. Um, was it Zion the founder? Uh, it or was, was it? Uh, Whitney Dunlap. I think she she started or somehow. I think Whitney works there. Oh, I can't, I can't remember. Oh my but, uh, god! But uh, I but yeah, about that but um, entirely. But Whitney, uh, she started or set set like the first couple of shows out there, and did it with uh, with Everly and and I had classes with her and was just like all about. It. I was like, that's so cool. Like, how do you, how do you do this? I I, I want to do that. I want to I want to set up and run some yeah. shows. And she's like, oh yeah, you just book it and they'll let you book this room for like fifty bucks. And then I was like, I know a guy who's got sound. So library yeah. people don't know what they did. <laughs> <laughs> They did not know what they were getting into. Um, so what was the first show you booked then? Oh, I can't even remember, but uh, it was definitely uh, a show so that my band could play. <laughs> it was definitely a show so that uh, yes. probably off the easy or something. If I booked it, it was <laughs> definitely because like my band, you know, we wanted to play shows and didn't know anything about the scene or how to do it, but we were all pretty big into DIYing everything. So we just said, screw it. Let's just set it up on our own. I found out how to do it through, you know, like Whitney showed me that it was possible. So I was like, let's do this. So I started doing it and and it was fun. And then we started, um, you know, we just charged like what, five bucks at the door, you know, stuff like that, just to cover the, the cost of doing it. And then after that just picked up and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to start my first little DIY business. Which was one of many, which we're going to get into. What, what, this would have been 2008-ish? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. You can probably hear me. I'm shivering. It's so, freezing in here. I'm going to get a jacket. Man, it's fucking snowing here. Yeah, oh, it's... God damn it. See, it's snowing thermostat over here. Yeah, it's like... It's only 60 degrees here. <laughs> it's just Jesus. raining and I'm super chilly. It's been super chilly. Uh, so you're you're running these, you're playing, you're doing this, and the band changes over from off the heezy to AOR, and then it. When does it change to Empire, dude? I can't uh, even remember exactly this guy's name, but this guy came and he like tried out for drums for us. He was super into it, and then we were at a point where there wasn't very many of us that were doing it. Um, I think it was, like, after we kind of, like, broke up and reformed and started, like, you know, we've definitely got to do something together still, but it was just me and Luke and either Dalton or Nathan. I can't remember if it was both of them yet or just one of them, but... um. Uh, we were talking to this guy that we had met, and he was, I can't even remember his name, and he was going to do drums for us, and I think he brought it up. Like, we were coming up and, like, bouncing, like, ideas of, like, this new band's name that we are going to do, and he, like, said something about it, and then we're like, oh, that's awesome. 
And uh, then we looked it up and it was taken. So then we're like, well, we'll just be called of an empire. And then we just called ourselves empire anyway. Wait, I thought when they came back without you and they started going by of an empire, that's when they added of an. No, I, I think we did that. We always did it beforehand. We just... Uh, you did because you made a joke about oven and empires. I think you made. Yeah, I think we did that before. We just because oh, wow. of it was taken, and we wanted to put our shit on iTunes. And that's when you guys kind of changed entirely. You didn't sound like a grindcore. Bring me the horizon band. This is when caskets came out, and it was much more. Yeah, metal this is also about the same time Suicide Season came out. So. <laughs> oh, God. God damn so, it! Uh, so we went a little bit more metalcore. Because uh, Bring Me the Horizon went a little bit more metalcore. So I take that back. You still sounded like Bring Me the Horizon. <laughs> well, we wanted to. I don't think we. Well, I don't think we did, but we certainly tried to. Or I did. That was like my big thing. We even covered play, Pray for Plagues at one point. Wow, I never knew that. So this, I, we might have played it once live because I don't. I don't think anyone else was really into like wanting to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, uh, I, like uh, everyone in the band was such talented musicians that like I don't think they liked the idea of doing covers that much. Like especially like of metal songs, whenever they're like writing incredible metal songs already. See, that was the good thing about Wham. Nobody was an incredible musician. Except maybe no, we we were ragtag <laughs> bunch of so playing bunch covers of was awesome. <laughs> we played like three covers a oh. night. <laughs> they they were fun. Like you know, this was like back with like with all like the pop goes punk kind of stuff. So like that was like such a fun fad, and I thought it was hysterical to hear a metal band cover Katy Perry song. Like so badass it's it's incredible you know like i tried to get empire so bad but i couldn't convince anyone to do it because everyone's like it's the stupidest idea we're not going to do it but i wanted to cover that taylor swift song that was so big that year Uh, 15 i i I don't i don't really uh i don't know what it was called but she's had so many prince i'll be the princess baby love story okay i was gonna guess love story but i wasn't sure yeah, I would try to get them to cover it so bad. I thought it was going to be so funny because I was going to like, like, you know, scream in it and stuff. It's going to be like a deathcore song. And, but like the whole like, baby, just say yes. <laughs> I do remember you telling me about this and you'd be like, this would be so, so badass. <laughs> but yeah, they're like, no, fuck no. That's so lame. They were like, absolutely <laughs> not. So this I'm trying to get to the part where we we re-meet because we have definitely been friends throughout this entire time, but like spaced, right? So we meet each other at the spot and then like a year passes. Like we see each other maybe one time in that year, but I honestly couldn't call it if that's the case. And then yeah. you're hanging out at Starbucks with, I assume, Geo. Maybe. Probably. Maybe. I don't sure. And then... We're kicking it, and you're like, hey, you want to go to Galveston next week? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go. And then we go to Galveston, and our whole friendship changes. We we take your Xterra, and we stay with your uncle. We fly a plane. We put yep. tequila in a hookah. 
<laughs> he's a lot of fun. He's got the coolest job. He's a pilot. He flies like some of the Uncle biggest. Uncle Brian, is that his like, name? Yep, Uncle Brian. Yep. <laughs> Dude, he was so badass. He lived. He actually recently moved. Damn. Rip. Life rips. Um, <laughs> well, he's retiring that was like, soon now. <laughs> going that makes out sense. The this, that was how long? Fuck! How long did we stay there? Were we there three or four days? I think it was a five-day trip because yeah, we, we drove down. Yeah. Yeah, you let us stay with them, we, so we just went there, crashed at my uncle's place, and and ran around and Galveston. Trying, <laughs> right, and like I'm trying to remember. I have highlights of that trip, obviously. Um, but I can't remember what we did individually on days. But we ended up meeting up with. Um, one of the dumbest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. A person who believes if the AC is on, you can hear someone talking outside in the car. Oh, no. Um, but I'm going to skip this subject. <laughs> we're going to skip it. But just like I'm leaving it at that. But like, God, we, we meet two dumb motherfuckers, one dumb motherfucker. And we just see one of the worst tattoos made. We'll leave it at that ever. Um. No and comment. <laughs> no comment. And I remember going up and down like the Galveston strip, but I remember putting different alcohols in hookahs. <laughs> Do you remember this? No, I don't. <laughs> um, so uh, we put. I know it was a long time ago, and I remember drinking a whole lot. So <laughs> we, yeah, it was kind of like what Michael said. He's like, you know, we we definitely took advantage remember. of the time. You know, so there's not a lot yeah. of things I remember because we took advantage of having the fun. And I was like, it's a really good way to say what we did. Thank you, Spike. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, yeah. I remember putting like tequila in the hookah and it was like, wow, we're getting a buzz. Yeah, man. I can feel it from the tequila. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. I remember what you're. T- yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we also tried vodka. And we were like, yeah, dude, I think like I'm getting drunk while I'm smoking hookah. Um. Oh, which, Lord. which is absolutely wild. So <laughs> fucking we end up start <laughs> playing shows together somehow. I want to say I don't ever remember playing a Lindo Library show that I didn't like set up in some way. But I feel like that can't be true. I feel like we had to have played before. At least once. I mean, we started working with the Stega or Stegosaurus together, like um, quick, pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty fast. Like we, like, just really clicked on that, like being able to set up shows, like, because I thought that you set up some before Stegosaurus. I did. Um, I my first show that I set up was for, oh, so first band names. I fucking found out City of Empires actually isn't my first band. I've told everyone on this show. Well, so Logan texted me the other day and he's like, dude, what the fuck? And Logan and I had a band with uh, two other people. And man, I wanted to be Tom DeLonge so bad. We were called Sound of Light. (sighs) Oh, man. I remember y'all talking about this now. Yeah. yeah. Sound of Light. Some memories of the shed. The the shed. Oh, man. (laughs) Tim Moody's trying to move it to his property so it stays alive. 
long live the goddamn shed. That's our that seventy show basement, basement. Like that's that's <laughs> that's our that seventy show yeah. basement. I I and I our, just our gnarly I, practice space. Yeah, we run through the set once and then hang out for five hours. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I was talking to you one time and they were like, so you guys don't practice. And I was like, yeah, we ran through the set and they were like, you guys just hang out. And we were like, what does your band do? (laughs) (laughs) Like, We don't have a 36 inch TV. We were the Blink-182 type of. (laughs) Mm hmm. Yeah, that was the best way to put it. But yeah, so Sound of Light, we had two recordings. There was a song that I wrote that was garbage. And then the song that Logan just jammed on. And we should have known then that Logan should have been in a blues band. I mean, he did know. And I did too. I guess we did know, but I made him play metal. Uh, <laughs> he, he was like, what are we even doing? What were we even doing playing metal? And then I was like, oh, man. I actually, now that I think about it, I think I told them that that Reggie and the Full Effect album, Last Stop to Crappy Town, came out, and that's what it was. But I think it was I couldn't play guitar and I couldn't sing, but I could scream. And I was like, Logan, that Reggie, even Reggie's doing screamo, bro. (laughs) You you should too. And it worked. (laughs) And then we got Kevin Morris, and I think I think Logan was like, oh God, he's like, now we're there. <laughs> Kevin was so metalcore. Uh, so we started working together, and then I'm in a band called Abod, A Blessing of Defeat. Woo! Which is also trying to sound is that like before or after Skyla. So that's what Skyla turned into. So so Sound yeah, of Light that's... broke up, <laughs> and then we made City of Empires, and City of Empires. We just changed the name to Skyla, but that's when we had Holly as the other vocalist. So mm-hmm. I always, I guess, I always had two vocalists in a band, except when we did Abod, and that was rough because it was just like all screaming all the time, and I was just uh, not good enough to handle that at that time. If I was just doing it all by myself, to be honest, and so that was, I mean, I had a blast with Abod. We had so much fun. That's how we started playing shows with Empire, and then what I remember is. Yeah. I don't remember how it happened, but you guys started, were playing caskets, and then somehow I started doing it with you guys, like every show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember, yeah. It might have been you that came up to me and you were like, can you do these parts? Because there were parts you wanted to sing, but you had to scream because there was only one of you. That sounds, maybe. Yeah, that sounds right. And you were like, I think you can do it, and I want you to do it. I was like, I'll fucking love to do it. So we started doing caskets together, and then Doing the song I together. I wanted to do like a Taking Back Sunday kind of thing. I was always into that, like Taking Back Sunday with like the two vocalists that like yeah, overlap you love, so much. You, you love overlapping uh, vocal melodies so much. I wanted to do that, but metalcore. Like. Yeah, <laughs> which I I was I keep listening to Micah Relocate. I think I know why I keep listening to Micah Relocate. I'm like, damn, had we done it right, this is what it could have sounded like. <laughs> like the whole thing. Because I'm just like listening yeah. to it and I was like, Fuck. And there's times where I, I when I was talking to Michael, because I would we weren't doing the video, I was like, God, sometimes he sounds like Kyle, like just talking. And I forget that I'm not talking to Kyle from time to time. Cause like the <laughs> tones of your voices to me sound very similar personally. And I I was like, damn, that's crazy. But I was like, 
fuck, this sounds so good. But also, that would have never been the case because they're really fucking good. But like, just like that style, because I think we went for the Roman style. And I was like, man, listening to them, I was like, mm-hmm. I would have never sounded like Dave. But listening to John, that raw grittiness, that's definitely the vocal style that I had. Um, yeah. But we started doing that, and I believe we both realized that the response we got from doing the song together was better than all of the songs that we played separately in our two bands. <laughs> like, I remember doing that with you once, and I was like, dude, nobody goes like this for ABOD. And I was like, that sucks. I love the songs we play. <laughs> yeah, I felt like you and I had a lot of similar ambitions, too. We worked so well together when we started running shows together, and it was just like, we've got to be on the same team. We yeah. So I get kicked out of ABOD. I remember the day it was uh, September 22nd, 2009. And I only remember that because it was going to be the greatest week of my life. And uh, I had, uh, I was seeing my, God damn it. I was, see, I was seeing uh, two of my favorite bands that week, you know, Creed and Blink-182. <laughs> um, <laughs> and no, I'm not being ironic or fucking around. Kyle can vouch for this. I love no, Creed like a lot. He's not. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> like big Creed fan. So That's okay. I get kicked out the day I'm going to see so Creed. Bad. You know that I dude, I I didn't realize how like wild I sounded when I was telling people this, but I was like, yeah, dude, so and it only said Creed on the ticket, so I didn't know who the other band was. I was like, damn, I can't believe I just paid 40 bucks just to see Creed, but like also I'm very happy I'm seeing Creed. And Morty, Morty. Okay, so, um, <laughs> fucking, I like the first band comes out and they're like an opener or whatever. I don't know who they are. And then the second band comes out and it's like breakdowns and the guy's like, and I was like, who the fuck is playing with Creed that sounds like this? This is so heavy. And like two songs go by and I'm like, I don't know who this is. And then all of a sudden I hear, it's been a while. And I was like, oh shit, it's stained. I'm more stoked than I was before. (laughs) And all of my friends were like, gross. You went and saw Stained and Creed. Ew. (laughs) And I was like, fuck you guys. They're good. And I stand by still to this day. But then the next day was the Blink-182 reunion tour with Fall Out Boy and... Ah, sure, Roth. They did that college song. I like college. That's all I know about it. Um, uh, I don't even know them. He, he was a weird. I'm not rapper. recalling anything. It's okay. You, it's you're good. Not missing out. <laughs> not at all. So it'd be like if you missed out on design the design the skyline. No offense, I I enjoyed it, but like if you did, people would be like, <laughs> you don't have to go back and check it out. It was a time things happened. Asher Roth. I don't even remember their sound really. I remember them being cool guys. Like, didn't yes, we play they a couple were very shows awesome with them? Dudes, and I love their music, but it was like a deathcore with with <laughs> clear melodyne singing. Hmm. I don't really remember it. I'll have to. You don't have to. I'll have to check it's it like out. It's like Asheroth. You could you. <laughs> <laughs> you could bypass okay. it but so i get kicked out of abod and then i'm like damn that's it for me we're just doing production shit <sighs> full speed ahead and then i was like really sad on myspace welcome to myspace if you guys don't know what myspace is it's like zanga <laughs> uh right you probably don't know what that is so imagine if facebook had blogs do you remember that like oh man myspace was 
the time what we're talking about real quick for MySpace was awesome, where you could the bulletin page. Oh yeah, Dude, MySpace the was bulletins the golden age. Were, bulletins <laughs> essentially was Twitter, right? Like except with more words. Goodbye, phone. Um, the the bulletins that you could do where, where it was like repost this and it was like your age and you just answered questions. It was like Tumblr and Twitter together. And, and you could just tell people things. Hey, God, bull, the bulletin page. And it was every, it was like Twitter. Holy shit. I'm having a, such a realization here. Everyone that's like <laughs> 30 and up right now is like, holy shit, we're talking about MySpace. And then like HTML and your shit up in order to like have, Oh man, I remember doing that for like a few bands and stuff. And yeah, like doing like the MySpace. Well, layout. I did it on my like, page. Yeah, I learned like the most minor amount of code from uh, from a class in high school, and I was like, "Shit, I can design MySpace." Yeah, pages. that was like a that was a productive way for like teenagers to make money during this time through free classes in high school, yeah. which was wild. And then. <laughs> I never unfortunately knew it, but I had to, I like had someone like taught me through it and I like taught myself little things and worked through it. So the uh, man, some of the best ones were the the Bring Me the Horizon one where it, it said fuck you on the way down. Uh, dude, it was so cool. And then UABB <laughs> had one where they it said UABB on the side and you scrolled and it was their promo. God, it looks so fucking good. But I on a burning body motherfucker. so like my favorite one that i ever did i actually like set my <laughs> shit up for a band and then i met tom DeLong because i did that for a band like my whole page was like promoting this band but so myspace had blogs that you could post and it was like on the right side of your page and everybody that came through could look at it unless you decided that only certain people could look at it or only you so you had the privacy of doing whatever you wanted and i remember being all sad and was like trying this one last time and then like was like i'm gonna start a band whoever wants to start it with me let's do it and the first motherfucker to pop on it is kyle and i was like this motherfucker's in a band that like everybody loves what is he doing and then i called him and i was like hey what and you were like uh yeah (laughs) i mean i know that this has nothing going but i feel like it will and I'm just going to leave Empire. And I was like, are you fucking around? And you were like, no. And I was like, but why, though? It was incredible. At that time, that's like, we had college and we bands. I was going yeah. to do both at first, like, for a little while. Or, you know, for a while. I was like, I think I ended up just, uh, I can't remember. When I quit, like, being Luke. Uh, kind of got into an argument about, I can't even remember. We got into some disagreements about um, something about what we were doing with the band, like one of the big directions we were going. And uh, I kind of felt like we weren't really going to do a whole lot for a while. Like um, didn't see, it seemed like it was just going to be really hard to be able to like start doing shows like farther away and stuff like that, even though we were getting like offers and stuff. Uh, just because it's, you know, it's hard, uh, cause you've got to get everyone together and you know how complicated it can be rounding up a whole band, especially like when you're young and you don't really have a lot of, of resources to be able to go all the way to Austin to go play a show and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, but, and everyone else was having side projects also. So I was like, you know what? Like, 
I, I, I had like three failed side projects at that point. So I was like, let's just keep, let's just keep doing them. Like, and that's, that's how empire or that's how, uh, wham kind of started for us. It was like, I was like, you know, this will be a fun side project and we'll see where it I'm goes. And I grew I'm into pretty a lot of sure <laughs> it was me, you and Jordan Robinson. And yep. Yeah, Patrick for Poole. sure. And uh um and Patrick, Patrick Poole was yeah. there and dude Patrick Poole was playing some cool shit that we just were all about but we were just not looking to play that right then. But damn it sounded so fucking cool. And yeah. uh I don't remember how it happened but we ended up going back to Logan or I did. And we had Logan and Jordan Robinson and and then we brought in this fellow and I look, I have the utmost respect for everyone, but this motherfucker was guitarding. <laughs> <laughs> and I will leave his name out of it, but we found oh, this motherfucker. Shit. He didn't have a car. He, he did have gear, but he knew how to play guitar and he could play uh -huh. it well. Um, but and when I say guitarded, this motherfucker tried to plug in an instrument cab to the wall. Like, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you know, you've got an amp and that plugs in to power, right? And then the amp has to go to speakers. Well, the cab is a cabinet. It's wood and it's got speakers in it. And that goes into where the sound comes from, not the fucking wall. And so he picks up a cord and he's like, where do I plug it into? And Logan just looks at him and goes, the fucking amp and he goes to plug it into the wall and Logan goes, what are you doing? So like, but, uh, so this motherfucker, whose name will not be brought up. So it was always like one of us with the cars would have to take him on the other like, side of Long because view. he it was like on the other side away. of like, it was almost yeah, to so, Peyton territory. Yeah, he would have to like, yeah, and he didn't have a car, so like either one Every of time. us had to go pick him up, or sometimes we would meet him like his, like his like parents or something would like meet him like halfway. Yeah. Well, one of those times, like we do that, and he's like, "Dude, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten anything. Can we go buy Taco Bell?" And I was like, "Sure. Yeah, not a problem." So I run through Taco Bell, and he orders, and uh, I don't order anything because I'm like flat broke, like. Like I've got, you know, enough gas to get him to Kilgore and then me to home and then maybe enough to get to school the next day. <laughs> so like we uh, go through Taco Bell and like, he's like right after he orders when we get up, like, you know, to pay and stuff. He's like, you got me right, man. I don't, I don't have any cash on me. And I'm just like, are you fucking serious? No, no, I don't. <laughs> so then we're like scrounging around for change for like, five dollars or whatever so i can pay for his fucking food oh my god we had enough change in my car like to do that so that's how we paid for it and then we dropped him off and then i think pretty short after that is whenever we we dropped him it's just like yeah i can't keep doing this this dude's this dude's driving and me so crazy <laughs> we dropped him and jordan left as well and that's when james and morgan came back so we basically almost had a bod back together but with kyle <laughs> Um, and not Kevin Morris. Pretty much. Yeah. We swapped Kevin for Logan and then we brought you in and we had James and Morgan and we did that for a while and it was really fun. And we had a revolving door of guitarists. I think if I clocked it right, we had 33 guitarists yeah. in a year. You know, I would not be surprised. That sounds, 
somehow. Um, and so until we got brew, until we got brew, which we got to give a shout out to Justin Frazier fucking had a blast. He was really good at guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Damn, I forgot about yeah, him. Yeah, he played originally with us when Dio died, and then we called we called uh, Nuck and Futh. Dio is not a gremlin. <laughs> um, uh, but he fucking was fun. Kyle Cox, shout out, fucking wish you could have been in the band. I wanted to sound like For the Fallen Dream so bad, and he was like, Patrick, this is what you want. I'm going to give it to you. Um, fucking it was awesome. But Logan made a point. It was very not what we were. We were, as Quentin says, every song sounds like Theory of a Dead Man. Yeah. I don't even know what Theory of a Dead Man sounds like, but that's what Wham sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he always told me. I was like, what does that even mean, bro? And he was like, I don't even know. Uh, um, let's see. I, I can't even remember more. We ha- I know we had so many people that would come in. But it was for the most part, it ended up just being me, you, James, and Morgan and Logan. Um, and we went to mm-hmm. Drew My Plastic Studios, and we we it was the summer of Keystone. If you remember, we just drank oh, hot man. Keystone all summer. Um, we played skate mm-hmm. for like three years straight. Oh damn, we did yep, play skate all the time. Pizza, and we had to like direct them to the shed. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, we we bought. James bought a van and then we bought two vans in this time. Uh, oh man, dude, those vans were so sketchy. Especially dude, the, the first, first one. one, dude, come on. The first one took us. Hand them on, oh shit. We bought three vans. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't, uh, we didn't make that one look any better. We just thought it was so funny. Let's just make this total rape fan look worse and just write Hannah Montana tour bus on the window. Cause we thought it would be so, so fucking this, funny. This was a 1987 <laughs> 40 Econo line van that we bought for $400 and somebody had broken the, it was and looking back in retrospect. Yeah. In retrospect, I, I definitely, yeah, it was $400. Mm-hmm. We, we totally just bought evidence. Mm-hmm. Probably. <laughs> so it's kind of like when I became oh, a man's apprentice with DMAC. Oh, but um, I was the evidence. <laughs> so that van, it was this blue work oh, van. And somebody had clearly broken the windows and they just put plexiglass over it. Thinking back, we probably shouldn't have left all that expensive ass gear in a plexiglass van. But there's that. The handles on the inside the reason kyle calls it what he calls it is because the handles on the inside of the back of the van were broken so if you were inside you couldn't get out unless someone opened the outside dude that went that was for every door in that van except for the driver right yeah Yeah, you remember like the passenger you had to roll down the window and open it from the outside see i always drove so no Yeah, dude, that was so sketchy. Like, no doors in that van open from the inside except for the yeah, driver right. door. Yeah, that's right. God, that van was fucked. So we were going through. And it was already right. came with no seats. It and, came with one And it didn't seat. have the carpet in the bottom, so it got real hot when the van drove. Yeah, like, all the all the carpeting and stuff was ripped up. Like, there was evidence, like, someone had been murdered back there, probably. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe we, what did we do with that van? 
did we sell it to? Oh, right. I sold it to someone else for like a thousand. Yeah. You, you made some money. I, I think, think I sold, sold it for it 800 or a thousand. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's somewhere killing people, but we hit a deer with that van and the van was fine, which is how I know wow. that that van survived a murder. Now that you say that, um, like, and we were going through, you remember when we were going through Lindell Dude, and that kid was, was like, yeah. is that really Hannah Montana in there? And we were like, Dude, uh, yeah, she's in the back. Uh, <laughs> and then just drove off. Do you remember, uh, remember whenever we were in Shreveport and, uh, we, it was like after a show and like, we were like driving the downtown area. So there's all these bars and there were like all these people outside a bar, just like hammered drunk, just like screaming and laughing about our van with the Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana tour. No, I don't remember that. Do you remember uh-uh. that? Oh man. Like there are all these girls like, ah, Oh my God. And just like, and we were just like living it up. Thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. Just like, yeah, yeah, I'm a roadie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we loved Shreveport so much. On our way to Dallas. <laughs> Shreveport was such a fun, it was such a fun venue. Five, the 516 was awesome. Well, yeah, we played more shows than just the 516 there. But yeah, we yeah, started playing at the media, the media Star Lounge. That's when we played with Kid Liberty. And they had a really fun scene. Yeah, dude, that's where we got to open for uh, Word Alive. And played played there too. It was uh, Word Alive, Oceana, and Under Oath. And us. Oh, man. And that was it. Yep, I'm so proud of that. Fuck, that one was so. That. Oh yeah, fuck. I got to I got to open for Under Oath. Yeah, this is no big deal. No, it wasn't even a festival. It was just a full on show. Yep, just a regular and regular ass show. And then like that was a lot of fun. Three months later, or sometime later, we had them play in White House. Yeah, damn! I forgot that that you booked them. I don't take the credit for that one. I fucked it up, but Mike definitely got a hold of the band. <laughs> I, I definitely didn't think that far through, and he was like, "We got all summer to promote this." I was like, "Sick!" And then I was like, "I'm actually going to be gone all summer." <laughs> I completely forgot about like that show because, like, because I didn't get to stay for it. Like, I was super sick that day. I don't know what happened, but I had like the flu or a stomach bug, and it just was really bad. And it had just been like really progressing. So I just showed up to do everything that I had to at the beginning to get the show kind of re- ready to go. And then I was just like, "Sorry, dude, I gotta go home. I'm about to throw my guts up." So I missed it. Damn, it was the coolest thing about that show. Um, was, uh, sorry. Well, I'm going to have to edit that out too. I think I just set up a bunch of stuff in the kitchen and like green room area stuff. And then I was like, sorry, dude, I got to get out of here. The coolest thing about that one was the fact that we played a floor show. They ended up not playing on the stage. They wanted to play on the floor. And that was like, and they were stoked about it. And that was really cool. That's Um, awesome. Okay. So, sorry, we kind of went on a tangent there. We're going to rewind a little bit. So we start Wham. We, uh, I guess this is going to be kind of a history of Wham episode. I didn't realize. Um, But I guess that makes sense. So we get rid of, uh, 
um, Longview boy. And we go through a revolving door of drummers <laughs> or drummers of guitarists. Eventually Morgan leaves. And I'd want to say that we did not let her go on her own way. And we get Will. I think we wanted Will. And we got Will, which he played bass. And then James ended up leaving and we got Trevor Harris. And then eventually we got Peyton. But how did we fucking find Brew? Was that just Logan at school? No, Logan was out of school. Logan, well, how the fuck did we find Brew? Oh, he hit us. He hit Logan up. That's what it was. I think he hit Logan up on Facebook or MySpace. And was like, I play guitar. And I can't remember. I feel like Logan was like, not, he was not at, he wasn't not about it. Like, where were some people we'd said their names and Logan's like, no. And he was like, yeah, let's give him a shot. But I, I, Nick May made a comment the other day where I got that EVH in the orange and he was like, I just feel like you're getting a half stack for brew. <laughs> Which we definitely had <laughs> found that Bugera and like brew by this. <laughs> Fucking. So then we're wham. We're wham. Which was a time. A wild time. We played all of the shows everywhere. Oh, yeah. Literally. We bought the sketchy van. So the second van is the one that I was going to be like, don't talk shit about that van. That van got us everywhere. Uh, yeah, the, the white lighter van. Uncle Julio's yeah. van. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Con- yeah, conversion that one. Yeah. Man, do you remember when Peyton died for a week during tour? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do. That was, was that, uh, it was in, the no, north it was in Georgia because right? it was so hot was on the East coast and it was in Georgia. I, Cause I remember, and oh, dude, did, yeah. okay. So did you listen to the Jack interview? Jack knows bear shark. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I was like, that one. dude. Okay. So bear shark guys, we've talked about this band a little bit before, but they, they were wild. And we played with them in New Brunswick, Georgia, <laughs> and the show was insane. And their, yeah, their guitarist Jet Turner, who I still am friends with on Facebook, because I just like one cool ass name and two cool ass dude, was in Bear Shark, and we were like, this band is insane, and everyone was like tearing the venue apart for this band, like it was bonkers. But I never forgot the name. And I never forgot the shower. <laughs> um, but okay, so oh, I'm getting man. okay. Let's get back to the actual interview. All right, what was your favorite show we ever played, or any show that you've ever played? Doesn't have to be with Wham. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, maybe Dingbat in New Jersey. Is that when we had to get pizza across yeah. the street at like yeah, a strip club a or something, or a biker bar? The pizza was across the street. It wasn't in the venue. Um, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that. But yeah, I remember the, the venue. It was like, it was, it was pretty small, but it was like, it was like long and narrow, you know, and like, a, but it was a really cool venue. Like just the back of it, like they had like no backstage. Like, uh, like it was just like a hallway like that. And like, you basically had enough room to like load in, like, maybe one half of a band, you know, back there. But, uh, so I remember like load in was like, you know, it was like 
and it was too small of a stage to really backline or anything, but that stage like backline thick, you know, I mean, it's not like we weren't all sharing cabs that whole tour by then anyway, but, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was a fun show that, that venue was incredible. The crowd was awesome. And, uh, they gave us like the crowd, it was a lot of positive feedback until like I tried to make that stupid snooky joke because we were God in New Jersey. Damn it. I, I and, remember uh, being like, Kyle, please don't make that joke. Then, like, it'll uh, go off real well. And then you said it. And I was like, and I was like, I just looked at you and you were just like, don't say a fucking word. <laughs> yeah. So it was the funniest. Like, Actually, Logan laughed. In this packed <laughs> You just like <laughs> he laughed at my dumbass making you, a joke. Like you make the joke, and then it's like crickets, and you hear <laughs> like, in- so, okay. So it's here's, here's the stupid ass joke. It's a so I put Snooky on the guest list, but she didn't show up. Bitch, <laughs> violence, and then everyone's just like, we don't laugh about that here. But this is you know we don't do that. Was that in Trenton? I think it was. Yeah. In Trenton, New Jersey, I think. Clinton. And, uh, yeah. But, like, I th- yeah, I think it was in Trenton. But, like, I just remember the venue is Dingbats, and it's in New Jersey somewhere. It's an awesome venue, awesome crowd. But that was just so funny. That didn't go off. So, like, okay, let's just play the next song. This thing going work. Do you remember that? <laughs> and then, but the best part was, like, after that, like, I, like, uh, Casino made the joke, got the same reaction. And then after that, um... Brian made the joke and got the same reaction. And then like, it was just like every single band was trying to make the same stupid, like uh, sneaky joke. And then everyone's just like, I love that no, you said that. And I that just here. remembered that Scarlet was still on that one. And I was like, I don't even remember if they made it. Cause I didn't watch them. Um, do you, yeah, we're pretty much out after Scarlet. It's like, we can go home now. Right. Like we gotten paid Man. yet. Wow. Once again, <laughs> this podcast is about to shit on Scarlet O'Hara can't wait so fucking <laughs> i remember sitting outside with the Ooh, coolest wow. people after the new jersey show all of those people were awesome that one and the maryland show or the rhode island sorry the rhode island show those people were cool except i think rhode island oh, had like, rhode, that was at like a fetish place right okay so armani and i stayed in the van and slept in the van and everybody else told us that the house had like no power and it was fucking weird but Armani and I had a great night in. So I don't know, actually. Oh, wait. No, I'm talking about there was a venue that was that. Oh! Uh, yeah, it was the same night. Yeah, the that venue was, was like that. Club Hell. Like, it's like, oh, on Wednesdays, we have like BDSM night or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's called Club Hell. Um, I, I'll never forget, ever. <laughs> yes. Yeah, those those rappers, that's, we hang dudes up there by their penises. Oh, Cool. You guys should come back this week. I'm like, cool. Well, we'll actually be with Daniel Peak when you're uh, no, talking thanks. about that. Uh, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Shout out Daniel Peak. Um, God, no. So I remember hanging out with the coolest people at the New Jersey show. Fuck, that was a good one. That's a good answer, dog. What? Oh, but yeah. Um, the you're talking about the place that had no yeah. power. Yeah, I think there were squatters. Yeah. I, I mean, I was. I, I can't. I think it was. It was something like that, and uh, like I remember, me and uh, Rilo, like 
were were in there for sure. Al Logan was too. But uh, yeah, that was. It. Hey, you know, on tour, you really, you know, will do anything for a shower, and I took a freezing cold shower uh, with no light in this. It, the bathroom was really small in there, and but there was like almost no window. Like there was a window, you know, but like it's like like the fourth story of a building and there's another building right there. So at night, you know, there's like it is pitch black. You're just using the light of your phone to try and take a shower in freezing cold water. And but like I was just so thankful for a shower. Like it was just I don't worth it. it. Mm. Ah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure they were squatting. Like someone told us that like uh or I didn't find out till the next day. I was like, oh shit. (laughs) So we're like illegally all of us are like illegally staying in this guy's apartment that's not really his apartment yeah nope i'm super happy with the decision i made to hang out with armani uh we had a really good talk (laughs) and that's whenever we bonded uh fuck what was i gonna say yeah you got any words for scarlett o'hara any any words about them Everybody that knows them, I always have them say something. <laughs> nah, nothing. I, I do not give a I shit about get, those uh, dudes. I need to get Logan on here. I'd be like, yeah, these motherfuckers were whack except for Logan. I was supposed to, there was a few of them that we got along yeah, with. Yeah, except I think one of the ones we got along with stole fucking Will's headphones, so there's that. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. I was about to say, I feel like they one did. of them stole something. When after they broke it up, was, yeah. Yep, and so they they stole Will's beats. And I was super upset about it. It was so sad. Fucking white lighter van. All right. Hey, but we did watch them get in a, in a fist fight and then we did break up. We saw a fist fight go down and a band leave. That I was tried to get funny. him to stay. It didn't work. Yeah, you know, like, if that would have happened early in the tour, that would have really sucked. That that would have probably hurt us a lot. But, you know, it happened when it did. And I know there are still some issues with it afterwards. But for the most part, like, I don't know. The, the tour was a yeah, lot of fun well, after we that. In, we were in the South again. We were in yeah. Florida. We played the skate park for Tony with Tony Hawk under from Tony Hawk Underground. Oh yeah, that was so that was so funny playing at that venue. And then I'm, all of a sudden I'm like, what is what is this deja vu? This place is so familiar. I feel like I've been here before, and I know I, I've never been to Tampa before in my entire life. And then it's like, oh shit, it's on, it's yep. on Tony Hawk Fuck transitions. <laughs> Man, oh, so cool. That was it. That was cool. I wish I could have skated there. Like that was the, the we went on that tour, and that was the one time that I didn't have my skateboard was on that tour. <laughs> God damn it! The fucking yeah, I can think about it. Florida was a wreck the first time, and then the second time we got to have so much fun and be with We Are Defines. So, you know, we we stayed at the Commodore House, and then until I got us kicked out for no good reason. <laughs> oh God man. Damn it. That was that was <laughs> that fun. was so many beers. So funny, oh, Jacksonville. My my favorite. This is what I always think about when I think of Jacksonville, Florida. Is 
Well, did you take a beach shower also? No, nah, I was sleeping in the Sugarland. I, 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 <laughs> like maybe someone else did too. Maybe it was Will. But like, uh, uh, so that was a really funny morning. I was like, okay, I've got to get a shower. And so this is before we had anywhere to stay. So we're just sleeping in the van on uh, some empty lot by the beach. And then I just hike over to those beach showers in a, in a bathing suit, but I've got my soap and shampoo and all that. And I'm just taking a shower out there in the middle of the beach. And there's people like walking by and they're just like, what the fuck? This dude's got a loofah over here. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we went to Crystal Burger so much. So much. Uh, Do you remember? Yep. The little oh, tiny yeah. burgers. It's like White Castle yeah. in the South. But it's cheap. It's so cheap. Fucking, and it costs no dollars. You know, that summer was when yep. that... Uh, Shout out Crystal Burger. Uh, came out swinging. Oh, yeah. That's when Came Out Swinging came out. was uh, like right around that time. The Wonder Years. Yeah. And like, I cannot ever think of like that song is obviously about tour and stuff, but like is the most relatable thing in the world. I remember us blasting that song like everywhere we that, on that tour, just like whenever someone would pass, you know, the iPod around. Yep. You and Logan fucking love that shit and brew and fucking Peyton. <laughs> and then Will and I were waiting for your asses to go to sleep so we could listen to Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Dude, I, I remember one time shit. somebody woke up and was like what are y'all listening to and Will goes nothing shut the fuck up and go back to bed and, <laughs> and then I think it was Logan he was like geez you don't have to be a dick it, it might have been I don't know and then I remember <laughs> one night all of y'all woke up while we were listening to it and just stayed quiet while he and I were like singing and then we were like y'all ruined it <laughs> I feel like some shit like that happened because I remember somebody was like awake and was like, yeah, that was real cute. And Will and I were like, fuck. That's uh, awesome. Almost as cool. Almost as awesome as somebody high fiving you. That's on the hysterical. I love it. Um, oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I don't how fast were we 70. going? We're on the interstate, so probably like seventy or something. And uh, I fell asleep, and so our van did not have AC. <laughs> and yeah, it didn't. Our AC was uh, rolling down the window, and um, so I fell asleep in a puddle of my sweat with my arm hanging out the window. Uh, Cause you know, it's like drafting it in, getting it on my face, you know, like the cool air. And I fell asleep like that with my arm, just hanging out that little slanted window. And then I woke up to like my arm, just like shaking and numb. And then like these dudes driving off really fast. And it's like, it was the funniest thing in the world because I just woke up and thought that I was dead. I thought that we just got sideswiped someone and I lost my arm. <laughs> and like, I just like, oh, holy shit, you know, wake up in a panic and Every single one of you guys is just laughing your asses <laughs> off. And I had no idea what the hell is going on. I just thought we got into an accident or something. And I'm just like freaking out. And then apparently, like, I'd pass out with my arm out the window. And these guys roll up and high five me. Dude, <laughs> 10 years later, and I'm still laughing like I was in the van. That shit was so fucking funny. 
Oh, man. Oh, man. Do you remember when we were – I don't even know where we were, dude. I think we might have been in Florida and we were looking for a campsite or somewhere to park. And we went into that wooded area and the van started blinking and shaking and freaking out. And then, like, we it like cleared up and then we like kept going and it started freaking and shaking out and it, like, died. And then we, like, rolled up to someone's house and then, like, Will backed it out of the woods entirely. Oh yeah, there's aliens. That shit is still the most like fuck paranormal shit. I don't know, like eerie ass shit that I've ever seen or been a part of. Like it was aliens, aliens man. I'm telling yeah, you, maybe you know what it could have been. It could have been. I have no idea. Actually, I don't know what it could have been. It was fucking wood monsters. It was the lichens. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. So what are you up to now? We, we teased in the beginning, but what have you been doing since wham? I can, and I guess we didn't dive into this is war, but uh, since music, he said shrugs. Uh, since you've been done doing music, what 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 what's post Kyle post post hardcore Kyle? No, post my uh, post hardcore Kyle. Uh, that sounds yeah, like does. a MySpace name. Post hardcore Kyle X. But no joke, my MySpace name was Kyle Eats Airplane. God, dude, I can't believe that I didn't talk about all the time. Fuck, <laughs> man, we met Jerry Roush like a lot. <laughs> Yeah, dude. He was was a fun guy. He was not a mushroom. Okay. He was pretty... He is a wild One day I want to have him on the show. I thought about approaching him. You should totally try. That Um, would be incredible. We we were on like, hey, first name basis, how you doing for like a while and like chatting. So like, I don't know. I think there's a chance I might be able to talk to him. Jerry, if you're listening, come on the show. Um... Jerry, we'll talk about whatever you want. Um, but one day, man, one day, I think I'm gonna, yeah. So that's a teaser. Anyway, so what are you guys up to? What is what, do is, it. what is the drop pin all do about? It. How do you? How does this work? You're we've we've I've waited till now to say it. Kyle's a nomad. I am. Yeah. People are like, so what does that mean? Uh, <laughs> a couple a few years ago. Um, my wife and I. My wife. Bought, I'm sorry. Uh, a, my wife. <laughs> oh God! I just reverted back to my 15 year old self for a minute. Um, <laughs> bought a, a travel trailer, uh, uh, like an old one for like eleven thousand dollars a few years ago, and then we gutted it and renovated it and built a little tiny home. And that, that was kind of our goal was to do that and be able to live on wheels. So we did that. And now, uh, we've got a photography business together and we do like elopements, like elopement weddings and intimate weddings. But, uh, like our main focus is doing like, uh, like adventure weddings, like people who like want to go hike out into, you know, the back country and get married on top of the mountain. Like that's the kind of stuff that we've been doing. So with that being said, so, Wait, uh, keep going. Yeah. Okay, so Sam is ordained, so we do uh, we even do ceremonies with it. But um, 
but yeah, we uh we shoot photography. We shoot. Uh, so let's talk weddings. about well, your wife real quick. How long have you guys been together? I know, but no one else does on the show. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> like uh, shit, nearly. Yeah, that's almost twelve right. years. Uh, so you know, we met in two thousand nine. How? And uh, yeah, so it's been <laughs> since then. You, <laughs> you, Patrick, you oh, introduced fuck. us. Okay, couldn't resist. Um, <laughs> so Sam's uh incredible person. She's taught theater as well, right? And she's an mm. incredible actress. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. What's, just because there's two of you, it's, I feel like it's good. And she's not here to talk about herself, so you got to. We got to brag about her, I guess, a little bit and talk about how great she is and things. Oh, she makes incredible yeah. ramen. If you yeah, ever get a hold awesome. of her she's... and get her recipe, never let it go. I've made that mistake like four times. It's fucking yes. Yeah. You, you, you just, fuck, man. It's so good. <laughs> we do. We, we eat a lot Dude, of ramen. Yeah. I've never seen someone create the same tasting ramen with so many different ingredients. <laughs> like, Depending on what's in the house, she'll work with it, and it's the same. It's so good. I've n- I don't know. I don't understand anything. Um. Anyway, so you guys, what's the highest? What's the hi- highest you guys have ever had to hike in order to do a shoot? Um. Like nothing with like like too crazy. Uh. But uh. Maybe the most elevation gain because because we do a lot of backpacking and stuff too, so it's kind of hard to like figure out which one. But for a shoot, maybe like two thousand feet of gain is probably the most. So that that's just uh, and that was probably over about four miles, maybe three. Um, that was a long hike, but yeah, like that one, the one I'm thinking of, it was in Montana. And we got up, or we met the couple at uh, at the trailhead at like two or three in the morning, so that way we could get there for sunrise, like to the top of the mountain by sunrise. So we do a lot of that, like you know, hiking in the night kind of stuff, like you know, in the, in early, the middle early morning, of the night. get out to some of these locations, so you get there at the perfect time. But also, sometimes they're crowded too, so if you can get out there in the morning before anyone else, then you you know you got the whole place to yourself. Fuck. Kind of awesome. Okay. So you guys also dip like nine months out of the year and go to different places and live too. What's your favorite place to live? Pretty much it's where we're kind of, we're about to leave, you know, we're in Texas right now and we leave next week to go back to Washington, but dude, the Columbia river gorge, like, uh, that, uh, the Oregon coast, um, the Olympic Peninsula, those are the places that we usually go back to. Um, right now, our favorite spot is like around Portland area. Um, so that's where we're going back to right now. It's like uh, about 30 minutes outside of Portland, kind of closer to Vancouver. But um, yeah, so we're heading back up to the Columbia River Gorge and we're going to be just stationed there for about six months. And, you know, we found a good little RV park to take our trailer up to. And uh, just going to stay there and because like all of our jobs that we've got lined up for this summer uh, all kind of revolve around Washington and Oregon. So we'll just stay in one area and then just hop to where we need to to do our work. Very awesome. Very awesome. 
What's your favorite part about being able to do all that? Oh uh, man, it's a. Uh... Uh, I love, I love hiking. I love, you know, mountain biking. I love being like in the Northwest. Like that's like probably one of my favorite places in the world. I also love getting to go through these really cool spots in the Southwest every year. So like building like kind of like a big foothold and client base up in like Washington and Oregon has, has been awesome. So like, I would say it's, it's doing that, like being able to travel, get up to those areas and being able to live up there for a lot of the time. But then also being able to, you know, we live on wheels to be able to bring it back here during the winter, don't have to deal with the snow Dick. and uh, definitely get to be around family. And we also, you know, we, we always book jobs down here in Texas while we're down here too. So we just kind of like, winter's down here and then the summer's up north right now must be nice must be nice <laughs> it's awesome I'm, I'm loving it sitting here with like four inches of snow behind me i'm like hmm very cool <laughs> yeah i'm over here like complaining about how cold it was a minute ago it's like 60 degrees in here <laughs> it's kind of cold inside of a uh it's weird that 60 degrees like inside of a room inside of a house or something is like colder than like 60 degrees outside it feels like yeah, that makes sense. But also, like, not at all. Okay, so, what's the coolest place that you've been to, then? Dude, uh, maybe Montana. Like, Glacier National Park is a pretty incredible, or, you know what, Olympic National Park. Okay. The Olympic Peninsula is, like, that's my favorite. Like, uh... <laughs> Those are some really cool spots. Moab. Utah? Love Moab. We're, yeah. Yeah, we'll be there. We're about to, in two weeks, we'll be in Moab for a few days. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Like, uh, we always try and stop there for a couple of days while we're out there because there's so much just vast, like, you know, empty BLM land that you can go park on and camp at for free and just wherever, you know, it's dispersed land. So you just go find, you know, designated campsites and they're open and awesome. So, um, yeah, so we'll be out there, you know, boondocking for a few days on, on our way up to Washington. Love it. Okay. Tell us, tell us something that the listeners might find fascinating about yourself. Oh, shit. I don't know. Uh, Here. I have a hoof toe. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know how to explain it. I'll have to show you a picture. Okay. So I have one toe that's just really weird. And it's like, so like, you know, your toenails all like yeah. sit like this, right? I guess you can't, yeah, we're on a video call yeah. right now, so you can see it. Well, I have a toe that's like, go, the, the toenail goes straight down like this and it looks like a, a horse hoof. Got it. You know what? Hell, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you. I, I feel take like my we're Mr. Off. Deeds now. The Blackfoot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The hoof toe. Uh, I gotta get down on the floor. We're gonna figure this out. I'm gonna send you a picture of the hoof toe. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, it does. That's a great. That's yeah, a great. So there's my hoof toe. Jesus. 
<laughs> Always been like that. I don't know if it's just broke it when I was a kid or something. I don't. I have no idea. But okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. All right. Got a couple more things. Going back to the. You could work in what you're doing now too, but when were you the most fucked? Be it at a at a show, on the way to a show, during a show, after a show. Oh. Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um you remember that show? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um so like I I'm surprised we hadn't it's not eaten, Nashville like, dying all that Kyle, day. but all right. <laughs> yeah, nah, no. Nashville maybe. But the the yeah, that one for sure. But if we're just talking strictly ah, about okay. alcohol, then, then Really not Tallahassee? Yeah. Oh, uh, you had two four locos in five minutes. No. <laughs> I, I don't remember. You had the adequate amount of locos count. almost. <laughs> um like uh, I I remember I remember so Chicago what did you, though. Like I remember how were you drinking and then went was. in the hot basement. So like that was that was uh, part of the formula. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it gets worse. So like okay, so do you remember how cheap the beer was there? Uh uh-uh. uh. They had like a happy hour, and it was basically like it was like one dollar beers. Fuck. Like anything like draft. So. Uh, and we got to that venue at like noon and we didn't have to play till like seven or eight. So, um, and that was like the first day that we met defiance. So like, uh, I, me and like a lot of those guys were just like in the bar and they're chilling, drinking $1 beer after $1 beer after $1 beer and, uh, getting really bloated and crazy beer drunk. We might've had like, 10 beers. Oh my God. And, uh, <laughs> and then we played, played our set and it was a lot of fun, but immediately before we played like 10 minutes before is when the pizza got there and we hadn't eaten like all day and it was going fast. So I was like, I've got to go get some of that pizza before we play because like I can, I, I feel like so nauseous right now because all I've been doing is drinking beer and I haven't had, anything to eat so i go and i eat cram like two or three pieces of pizza down my throat immediately get on stage and play while i'm chugging a bunch of water in this like 90 degree basement (laughs) packed to the brim with people so it's just sweaty and humid and hot in this basement show at a bar in chicago or outside of chicago wherever it was and um yeah, so the second our set was done, I turned around to, I don't know who it was. It was might have been Will or, or someone, and I was just like, please get my equipment off the stage. I can't do it. And I took off running, and I threw up five times behind the van. Bruh! <laughs> God dang. I was just like, I just threw up everything that I'd just been cramming into my stomach just the second before. <sighs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> And it was just like, after that, I was like, I'm done for the rest of the day. And then I remember we went to that party with Scarlett and all of them. Uh, you remember that massive house party? Was that the party? one at the pool? 
I don't. I don't know. I remember like oh, uh, where we walked in a room was, and they were yeah, all in was, there passing a joint, and the house was. Massive. Oh yeah, they had like all these like pot circles the going house on. Was it was massive, it was, right? We thought it, we were going to the wrong house because we had to like park yeah. walk all the way to the end of the street, and it was like the house at the end of the street. Mm-hmm. But it was like, yeah. But it was like a. Yeah, it, it was really cool. I think it might have been in Chicago. It was farther away from the venue. And the house kind of was like, you know, really tall. and. Yeah, I remember. No, no, no. I don't it know was, how to explain it. I don't know architecture. It was really, uh, uh, fuck, I don't know what to say. Colonial. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a really cool, cool party that we went to with all of them. Uh, I can't remember who else went. I don't know if... Uh, casino or or defiance went with us that was like the one time that we partied with scarlet and then we didn't even really hang out with him at that party <laughs> god i do remember that <laughs> um all right we're gonna go to suggestion avenue this is where you can shout out people you know people you don't know people movies things like that what do you got to suggest? Oh, hell, I don't know. What are you uh, watching? I mean, I know you watch Trumbo. Lately, uh, I've been rewatching Breaking Bad. Damn, right after Trumbo, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was really good. Oh, uh, I've been watching some movies lately. So, yeah, Trumbo, we talked about that. Um,. Uh, Captain Fantastic is really good. Have you seen that? It's a uh, it's on Netflix. It's this guy who uh, it's what's his name? I can't ever pronounce his name. Like Bilbo Morgan scene. Is that right? From uh, it's the dude from what, Lord of the Rings. Which one? <laughs> oh, Aragorn. He, he's like. Got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. The king. Yeah. The king has returned. Um. Yeah. So uh, he uh, is like this off-grid kind of like very Ted Kaczynski-esque kind of character, but, but he's not. But he's not a murderer. He's not a uh, making pipe bombs. But like you know, he's got that kind of mentality where he's like off the grid and like lives out in, in the woods off of his own. Doesn't you know? Does everything DIY just out in the wilderness uh, with his like six kids, and um, they've got their own little family commune thing going on. And then there finds out that their mom, who's been gone the whole time because she's been uh, she left to go to a mental hospital or. seek psychiatric care because she was like going through a lot of severe depression she ends up committing suicide so the whole movie is about the family like going back to go to her funeral and um it's a a dark comedy pretty much but uh it's it's really good and it's uh uh, i'm just into it It's, it's it's a lot to explain in a movie but it's it's wild i would definitely definitely recommend captain fantastic what else? Anything else that sticks out? 
Jojo Rabbit, maybe. Man, that was good. That was I just good. recently watched like, that for I the like first time. I like dark comedies like that. <laughs> I just recently watched that for the first time and was like, holy shit. Oh, man. It's so good, right? Yep. It's, it's, it's an incredible flick. We watched... Um, we watched a. We were, we're, 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 I don't know how to ex- explain it because we're through. We're trying to get through this docu series on HBO Max called mm-hmm. McMillions, and it's about how like the McDonald's Monopoly game got rigged, and it's really cool. And then there's six episodes though, so there's just like a lot going on there. Uh. And oh, there's right some on. times where you're like, this is kind of, eh. you know what I mean? Like, it's not good. I don't care about any of this shit. Yeah. So let's go. Um, But we also watched yeah. this thing called the Eichmann show. And it's about Adolf Eichmann, who was like the head of Hitler security or some shit. And it's like the, his trial essentially, but it's more so how, Mm-hmm. They were able to film it because oh, well. it was in um, Israel in like '61, and so it was like early of the yeah. country essentially, and or yeah, our yeah. state, whatever it is. Um, yeah. Well, I mean the yeah the modern border was born right. out of That's World War II, and so. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just eerie to watch. It's pretty. The movie itself is awesome. It's got Bilbo in it. I don't know his name, and uh, and yeah, it's got yeah. others that are. I can't. I I give. I can't think of his name. But if I saw his face, I'd be like that guy. Uh, and it's just a really really good film. Um, pretty wild. And those are the only things I really have to suggest. Right, check that out. Um, okay. That sounds good. Yeah. I like history. So last last bit before we let you get out of here. Um, okay. Fucking shit. Last bit before we get you out of here. Um, <laughs> your top three Adam Sandler movies. This is called The Adam Segler. Oh, okay. Um, Little Nicky. Yeah, I love that. Man, we watched that in the shit so much. <laughs> yeah, we we totally did, man. Um, shit. Uh, you recommended it to me. Uh, Uncut Gems. Man, that was good. Oh, that man. was so good. I still haven't finished it. No, I watched it you at Kate's that? and I got part of the way through and I was like, this movie is wild. And I was oh, like, I want to go back and watch it. And then I never finished it. You got to finish it. The end is okay. so, it's pretty wild. I don't, I don't want to spoil anything. But uh, yeah, that that one's good. I got to think of another. I don't know. Uh. Hubie Halloween. No. <laughs> Uh, I need a I need a Damn. word bank. Damn, <laughs> can't think of any right now. I don't uh, watch you a got whole lot. Fifty First Dates, Waterboy, Billy Madison. Oh, Happy okay, Gilmore. yeah, Waterboy. Waterboy. 
No, anger I've management. Anger management. Wow. I'm waiting for someone yeah, to be like Spanglish. That's and I'm my like, choice. Ooh. Um, I don't think I've ever hard. seen that. It's hard to watch. Uh, fuck. Those <laughs> are some good answers, man. Um, well, fuck. I guess that's uh, about it, the end of it. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate you, uh, you know, hanging out, telling some stories. Fucking. Yeah, for sure, dude. Always um, good catching up. Before we let you get out of here, do you want to tell everybody where they can find all of your business stuff? Yeah, for sure. So uh, our business is uh, at the dropped pin. Um, so, you know, Instagram and I guess that's really the only one that we use, uh, Facebook. And uh, our website is uh, com. Official as fuck. Yeah, um, we'll eventually have to have you back on because I completely forgot to get into um, Juice Box. And when you had like several clothing lines <laughs> that you made and the designs on our first uh, shirts, fuck. God damn it. They were so good. They sold oh, out man. so fast. They were so simple. Especially the hate. Made- <laughs> Especially the I hate wolves Everybody among men shirts. So we had two shirts. It was a I hate wolves among men and I love wolves great, among yeah. men. And they were white and black, and they were the glitter in the hate and the love. Is that what? It, yeah, it had <laughs> glitter, and yeah. we sold so many hate shirts. I think we bought four hundred. Oh, so funny. Total, yeah. we had two and two, and we. It's like, well, we're selling both sides, man. We're making money and, off all you motherfuckers. Fucking everybody bought a hate <laughs> shirt and no one bought a love. And then at the, we, we had so many love left over. People were like, can I get a shirt? And we're like, this is it. And they were like, really? You guys have a shirt that says, I love wolves of no, my I'm men? Good. And then it was like, yeah, but if you knew what, where the other shirt was, it would look way better. <laughs> but it just looks like we were rolling around with shirts that were like, you love us. We're great. <laughs> <laughs> We had so oh, many man. designs that I forgot about. Yeah, without the without the contrasting shirt, we just look like assholes. Like, <laughs> you want this shirt? No, I don't. <laughs> we did have some really good shirts though. God, we had like the last four were the last two were great. Uh we'll get into that next time. Until next time. Um all right, well, I guess I'll talk to you soon. And uh until then, have fun editing and we'll We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Good talking to you. Thanks for having me. Later. Hell yeah, man. That's what it sounds like when I interview one of my friends. Oh, wait. You've probably heard that. So thanks for checking out everything, and thanks for sticking around. Love you. History of our friendship. Uh, it was a lot of talking about me and him together and what we did, which wasn't necessarily what the intention was, but that's just kind of how the conversation went. I, I don't know. I, I kind of had fun. That was kind of fun for me to talk about all that shit in that realm of capacity. Uh, we're definitely going to have to have fucking Logan on now that we talked about him for fucking ever. So, cause now everybody's going to be like, who the fuck is Logan? Who the hell is this guy? Um, once again, if you've listened to the show of the, the New Yorker, mobster from the Arist episodes bag. Who the fuck is this guy? He's, he's out here. I don't even know if that's what that is. I don't have accents like that. Anyway, uh, if you want to be on the show, hit us up. You guys pod at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you guys pod. Uh, well, 
for Kyle and Patrick, uh, I am Patrick Sanders and your hosts for the You Guys Are Getting Paid podcast. I do have a song. The I have a song at the end. Uh, you heard a clip in this episode and you heard a clip in the first episode. And we're going to play it and hopefully you like it. It's uh, It's fun. So 